Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to read a passage to you out of the book of Acts and give you a message that's going to strengthen you and help you stand firm. I know we all go through difficulties. The Bible says, in this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. It says here in Acts chapter 20, verse 21, it says, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greek Greeks, repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul's talking about his journeys. He's talking to the leaders of the Ephesian church. And then he says, now behold, I go bound to the spirit, bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there, save that the Holy Ghost witnesses in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. Verse 24, but none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, that I may finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. You know, Paul, history tells us, was about 10 years away from uh, finishing his course. He still had quite a course left. But there was something on the inside of him that had him so focused on the things of God, that had him so focused on his calling, had him so focused on on doing what God had called him to do. He said that all these things. He said, I know persecutions await me. The Spirit of God testifies that persecutions await me. But none of these things move me because, because I'm grounded in the things of God. He said, none of these things move me. None of these things move me. I believe the Lord wants us to get to a place where we say, like Paul, you know, things have come and things go, but none of these things move me. Sickness has tried to come on my family, but none of these things move me. There's been lack in my in my home, but none of these things move me. There's temptation on the left-hand side, but none of these things move me. There's, there's uh, disunity on the right-hand side, but none of these things move me. You know, there's things that come, and it doesn't mean you just persist through them. It means that you stand up with the Word of God, and you refuse to be shaken from your place in the Lord. Sickness tries to come, and you say, no, I'm, I'm, I'm resisting the devil, and I'm submitting myself to the Word of God. I will not be shaken by these things. I will not be shaken by by things that try to come my way, whether it's temptation to sin, whether, whether it's a old boyfriend or girlfriend that's calling all of a sudden, whether it's whatever it is that there's a, there's a decision on the inside, like Paul said, none of these things move me. We, not be, we may not be facing the same persecution that Paul faced. We might not be going to Jerusalem wondering, you know, if our life, if it's going to be our life. But he said, none of these things move me. Why? But he said, because he, he actually talked about his focus. So he says here, I just want to finish my race. He said, I don't count my life dear unto myself. You're saying, you know, what happens to me doesn't matter. Ultimately, my life is in God's hands. And I believe for all of us, that's got to be our, our, our focus, our long-term focus. Lord, I'm not here to please myself. I'm not on this earth to live for myself. I'm here to see the kingdom of God advance. And Lord, ultimately, I don't want to stay on this earth one day longer than you want me here. Or I don't want to leave one day sooner. Lord, I want to finish my course with joy. I, I, I want to finish my course with joy. I want to receive the, the reward that I have waiting for me. And so th- that's, that's, that's the cry of Paul's heart here. That's his decision. And that's really why he said none of these things move me because he wasn't grounded in natural things. He wasn't grounded in temporary things. His, his joy didn't come from the things that he had. He was grounded in the fact that he was serving God wholeheartedly. None of these things move us. And God wants us to be the same way where we say, because of our foundation in the word of God, it doesn't matter what attack comes. This doesn't move me. This trial that I'm going through that the devil's brought my way. This doesn't move me. 
This, these symptoms that the devil brought, has brought my way. This doesn't move me. This friend that turned their back on me. This doesn't move me. I'm not living for this life. I'm living for the next. This sickness that's trying to come, it doesn't move me because by his stripes I was healed. This doesn't move me because by his stripes I was healed. This, this, this attack against my finances doesn't move me because whatever I put my hand to prospers. I'm grounded in the word of God. The Bible says the righteous will not be shaken. The righteous will stand firm. The Bible says we'll be like oaks of righteousness. You know, when you're righteous, you're planted in the things of God. You're planted. The Bible says, they that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. It's good to be planted. It's good to let your roots go down deep. It's like Paul said to the Galatians in Galatians 5.1, he said, stand fast in the liberty that you've been given. Decide today that it doesn't matter what storm's coming your way. You're not going to be like a, a, a wave of the sea tossed to and fro, but you're going to stand your ground. Lord, I put my eyes on your word. Lord, I'm not changing my mind. I'm not changing my course. Lord, I'm not because of a little tribulation, because of a little trouble. I'm not turning back. Lord, when it gets difficult, I'm not turning back. None of these things move me. I'm too, I'm too fixed on the eternal things. None of these things move me. The devil can bring the temptation that he wants to bring, but none of these things move me. I'm not moving off my righteousness. I'm not moving off my holiness. I'm not moving off the grace that God's put on my life. I'm not backing down because of pressure. I'm not backing down because of persecution. You know, the Bible actually promises us. It's one of the promises of the believers that persecution would come. The Bible promises that for us. Man, what a promise. Persecution is going to come. Don't be moved. Don't be shaken. Don't be shaken in your mind by the things that happen. Paul said to the church, he said, don't be easily shaken in your mind by these things that are coming on me. He said, don't, don't, don't fret yourself over what's happening to me. My suffering is for your sake. It's for your benefit. These things don't move me. Don't let them move you. I believe God wants to plant through his word some cement on the inside of our spirit that things don't move us, that trials come. You know, Pastor Rodney tells the story about the person who came to him and said, hey, would you pray for me, brother? Okay, what do you want to pray for? Pray for me that I don't have any more trials and tribulations like I've had. Okay, Lord, just take them home. Just kill them, Lord. Take. What do you mean? I don't want to die. Well, that's what you're saying. Because on planet Earth, you will have trouble. In this world, you will have trouble. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. This isn't a life of just hanging on, hoping Jesus comes back soon. It's a life of standing firm. Let me read to you in Daniel chapter 3. I love this story. Daniel chapter 3. And it's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. People know this story very well. And it says here, you know, they set up the golden image. At the certain time they came near, the, 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 uh, they set up the golden image. And, and they commanded them that they had to worship and when the music played. And then they didn't worship. And then it says, um, these men have not regarded you. They don't serve your gods. They don't worship the golden image. And Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake, said he unto him, is it true? I love the wording here. Is it true that you, that you won't? Nebuchadnezzar said to them, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my gods or to worship the golden statue I've set up? I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I've made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my power? You know, these are the showdowns that the Bible's written about. It's people who stood up and said, I, I don't care. Man, look at their attitude here. Let me just keep reading. Shadrach, verse 16, Daniel three sixteen. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we're thrown into the blazing furnace... The God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. 
But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never say it with me. I will never. (laughs) There's times where you just got to say, I refuse. I refuse to ever deny the Lord. I've made up my mind. I'd rather die today than deny the Lord. I'd rather die standing my ground. I'd rather die saying, none of these things move me. You can take my life from me, but this doesn't move me. You can take my comfort from me, but it doesn't move me. You can take Friends can leave me, but it doesn't move me. I'm staying the course with the things of God. I'm staying the course like the children of, uh, like the, the three Hebrew children did. King, be it known unto you, I want to make it very clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the golden statue that you've set up. The King James says, the God that we serve, he can and he will save us. But even if he doesn't, be it known unto you. We're not going to worship. I like that attitude. You know, those are the people that God sticks up for. When you're ready to die for your faith, those are the ones. You don't die when you make stances like that. That's the one that God shows up mightily on their behalf. Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. Then he ordered some of the strongest men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So they tied them up and threw them into the furnace, fully dressed in their pants, turbans, robes, and other garments. And because the king in his anger had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. But suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, Didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. Look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men, unbound, walking around them in the fire, unharmed. And the fourth looks like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. Then the high officers, officials, governors, and advisors crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them. Not a hair on their heads were singed and their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell of smoke. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted in him. They defied the king's command and were willing to die rather than serve or worship any god. You know, that's the willingness that we have to have. Because really, we're not living for this life. This isn't going to be the best part of our lives. You know, this 90 years, 100 years, if the Lord tarries, that we have on this earth. Maybe you're believing the Lord to live for 120. It's not going to be the best part of our lives. I'm not living for this earth. I'm not trying to die but I'm not living for this earth. My eyes are planted on eternity. My eyes are fixed on eternity. My eyes are set and focused on eternal things. I just want to finish my course with joy. I'm here to do what God, you know, there comes a point where there's people, and I believe there's people listening who maybe you've lost friends over serving the Lord. There comes a point where you leave those things behind. The Bible says no man leaves houses or homes and won't receive in this lifetime a hundredfold with persecutions. You know, there's things we give up. There's people who can't go with us where we're going. It doesn't mean they're bad people. It just means we weren't equally yoked. And then that they'll be a burden to us and, and, and keep us from doing what God's called us to do. But I'm not living for this life. So I want you to say it with me. Say, none of these things move me. Whatever it is, give it to the Lord today. Whatever it is that the trial, the tribulation, give it to the Lord today. Lord, none of these things move me. I refuse to be moved by this tribulation. Don't let the devil move you off your ground. You're making progress. You're moving forward. 
Decide today that none of these things move you. I love you. God bless you. If this podcast has helped you, appreciate it if you share it on your Instagram or social media. We love you and we'll see you soon.